What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a brand new episode for everybody tonight. Jam packed. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. A little, little uh, bittersweet, you know, with football being over and, uh, you know, the, the lull until March Madness, I, I would say. Yeah, man. But, I mean, technically football is never over because, I mean, we got these mock <laughs> we got these mock drafts coming up. So, <laughs> we got the NFL draft coming up. Football's not really over until, like, I want to say June, like June, it's, July. It's 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 not over because it's, it's March. Free agency starts. April's the draft. You know, May is when, you know, you start to see some trades. May and June and then July off-season programs and then next thing you know it's preseason yeah that's pretty that's the only thing is pretty much that's the that's that's the real dead period is that uh like june july august yeah um but, but you still got stuff going i mean they're still they're out there practicing stuff but yeah you're right there's really it stays quiet yeah but i mean it, it could get spicy depending on the off-season so i mean nfl's been uh trying to get spicy like the nba so we're gonna be hopefully we got a lot in store this summer so <laughs> and then uh, let's get to it, man. I mean, we had Super Bowl Fifty Six wrap up. I mean, our predictions were wrong. We were kind of root- we were kind of rooting for both teams, but but we would love to see the Bengals win just because of the story. But the Rams take care of business. Uh, you know, they hold hold off the Bengals on that last drive and uh, score. Aaron Donald makes the uh, great defensive play, the last two plays to stop the run, and then to sack Joe Barrow to get his uh, ring. How, how are you feeling after the game? Um. I thought it was I thought it was an okay game. You know, I I didn't think there was a I felt like there wasn't a ton of action. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, I think OBJ going out really hurt the uh, the Rams offense. I think they were kind of they were cruising uh, early on, and and who knows what what would have happened. Uh, yeah, had, might have been a blowout. Hurt. Um, and and it, it just seemed like uh, I don't know. Uh, they the the Bengals didn't do what we th- I I thought they'd do more quick passing and things like that. I didn't I didn't feel like they did enough of that. Nope. Um, and then they stopped. Then they stopped running too at one point. They, yeah, they were running the ball. I mean, Mixon averaged like almost five yards of carry, so they run the ball okay, which was kind of shocking because they didn't. You know, it, uh, the Rams have a really good run defense, but yeah, they they didn't they didn't have a screen game. They didn't really do any short passes. I felt like they they didn't really you know outside of a couple of catches, I didn't think they got Jamar Chase involved enough. Yeah, um, I feel like they built. I feel like they threw to him twice. He caught the ball twice. Yeah, yeah. it was just like. <laughs> Like, come on, and I don't, I, again, I don't know if that was a time thing, like that Burrow knew he didn't have a lot of time because he was getting smashed. But, yeah, I mean, outside of the big T Higgins play, uh, Joe Mixon touchdown pass, that was about it, you know, from from, from Cincy. And and uh, how did you feel about that uh, that that holding call on third and third and eight or third and goal from the eight yard line there towards the end of the game? Well, the first the first one I thought was uh, I don't really think that was much of a hold. I felt like I felt like he was still in the. Like the rule, golden rule is that when you're, you know, within five yards, I mean, you can bump them. You get a little physical with them, and then they were in the end zone. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, it wasn't really like he, he. To me, it didn't look like he held his like his body enough to for him to physically hold them, so to say. And then he hit the ball before him too, so. I thought it was a, just a great defensive play, but then I mean the second one definitely was. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean yeah. your boy, your boy Eli Apple, as usual, <laughs> just not able to stop anybody. Unfortunately, it seems like he's been bouncing around from team to team, and it seems like nobody's really been, uh, you know, been watching the tape on him. 
But I mean, the, I know the Rams were licking their chops when uh, they saw him on Cooper Cup, and they just kept going at him. So mm-hmm. the Bengals tried to play zone there, and basically had almost like three guys around Cup, and and uh, everyone knew where the ball was going, and, and Stafford was still getting it in there. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I think that's also gonna they're also gonna need a corner, another corner, but besides that offensive line. So yeah, I mean they they got they they got forty eight million in cap, so you know maybe they go out and get a veteran corner or you know somebody else outside his offensive line that they need to get. But I mean, there's a lot of offensive linemen out there, so I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they they did a whole rebuild, kind of like the Chiefs did. But it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, them going forward, especially because uh, you know Lamar's coming back next year to see how they compete in that division and if they yeah, can. Yeah, it's, uh, it's no. Um, I think that's I think that's almost been like the consensus is like people think that. Cincinnati would be okay, but, you know, I think they had things fall nicely for them. Uh, they played well in the playoffs, but could they do that again? You know, they're in the end, they're a 10-7 and 7 team, right? They they lost to the Jets. They had some bad losses on, on there, and they mm-hmm. but they, they played well at the right time and, and uh, you know, kind of caught lightning in a bottle. But are they built to contend the next five to ten years? I think they have pieces, uh, but yeah. that offensive line is a disaster. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Joe Burrow's been was sacked 70 times. Uh, third most, like out of any season. Yeah, what did I mean, he get sacked like what twenty five times in the playoffs in four games? Yeah, which was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like uh, I felt like I felt like I was watching uh, Andrew Luck on the uh, on the Colts back oh, in the day. Man, but I mean, he, he uh, Andrew. I think Andrew got sacked the most. His most season was uh, like forty one. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was almost double. You know what Andrew as many times as Andrew got uh, sacked. So the quarterback's definitely not going to last long. This is a dire need of something they need to fix. Uh, but the thing is, is that, you know, a lot of people see the potential as an offensive lineman. You know, you can go there and get paid um, and be on a winning team. So it's going to be interesting to see if, if how much they can rebuild that offensive line, if they can get another cor- a shutdown corner or uh, another valuable, um, you know, decent corner uh, to make some stops. And then, uh, you know, build through the draft and, you know, other players get some experience. So that's what I said. Like you said, they got the weapons. They just got to fix a few things. And then, uh, but that's the thing. I mean, even though Baltimore is coming back, who who say who can say Baltimore can score as many points as them? Yeah. Uh, because Baltimore still needs weapons. And uh, even though they got that run game, I mean, they do that. They do got that clock control. But even so, like you, Pittsburgh, what if what if they find a quarterback or you know the Browns figure something out? I mean, it's a tough division. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. The AFC is loaded. So I mean, it's, it's gonna—it's pretty much like arms race. Who can uh, load up, load up the best? I mean, then you got to still deal with the Chiefs again. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, and if the Chiefs are able to get the defense any better at all, I mean, they're, they're going to be a problem. Yep. And then we, on the other side, we have the uh, Super Bowl winning Rams. A lot of guns, guns for hire. You know, happy, <laughs> happy, my boy Odell got a chip. You know, it's sad that he didn't play the full game. Boy Aaron Donald got one. Uh, but you know, it's talks of him and uh. Was uh, Whitworth retiring? I mean, he's only been in the league for eight years. That's crazy. Donald. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just made such an impact. Uh, he's he's been uh, uh, all pro seven of the eight years, I think. Yeah, I feel like that's that's like Luke Keekley when he came in. Like he, he was in for like seven to eight years. He played eight years, seven to eight years, all pro ball. Yeah. I mean, which is ridiculous. I'm guessing that you know he's gonna see uh, he's gonna see some 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 big a uh, big contract coming his way. Be hard to walk away from, I think. You never know, though. Yeah, but I heard he he doesn't have any guaranteed money left, so I don't know if uh, the I hear the owner's not the uh, 
he's the most he's not he's one of the cheapest as far as uh paying the players so who's to say if uh you know donald gets a new contract but well if he doesn't sign him someone will yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i think i I think he's still under contract but you know he's just not any he doesn't have any guaranteed money so he wants them yeah he wants to tear it up and 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 uh and get a a, yeah he uh wants a top top paid defense he wants to be the top paid defender yeah and he'll be far from it so and then they have a bunch of other people that got to get paid. So, I mean, you got to see if you can resign Odell. You got to see about uh, Ron Miller, two-time champion. I mean, there's guys, so I think uh, they had two offensive linemen that were free agents. So, I mean, we're going to have to wait and see. I mean, it's, it'll be easier for them to re, to get back to the same spot because it doesn't seem like there's many teams left in the NFC outside of them in Green Bay if uh, Aaron stayed there. So, mm. Yeah, he's got uh, he's under contract for three more years. Next year is fourteen in in cash, so he wants to he wants to a bump in that, which they could they could do they could spread out. He's got a decent sized cap hit next year, so they could spread that out. I think it's a twenty seven million dollars. So if you extend him, give him some more you know guaranteed money and knock that cap hit down a little bit, definitely doable. Oh yeah, but that's the thing if you're if you're one of the other uh, guns for hire like Von Miller or uh, Odell, do you do you come back to L.A. or do you uh, shop around? Uh, I'd say Von Miller's probably gone. It's just a guess. I mean, they they the uh, they can't re-sign everybody. Um, with uh, Odell, the Rams might be able to get him on a deal because uh, he's probably not going to be back till mid-season, I would guess. So maybe the Rams can get him on like a one-year, you know, five million dollar deal, let him get healthy, and then next, you know. He mm-hmm. plays well to finish out the year, then you go for the big contract after that. I just don't think anyone's going to give him a ton of money right now. I mean, you never know, man. You I never mean, know. Some, some, so there might be a team that might just try to do it just so he doesn't go to the Rams. You know, some teams yeah. try to do but stuff people, like that. People don't They don't really do that in the NFL, though. I mean, I would if I was uh, one of the teams in the division. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Especially, especially if you're the, the 49ers. Yeah, maybe you can get a one-year $10 million deal. This, these teams are just like so... You know, they don't like to spend real money for, for one. And, and two, you know, a lot of them don't, you know, if they if they don't have to mess with their cap, they, they really don't want to, right? Like, you get, in the, you get into the games and you can do it and you can figure it out, but is it is it worth it to, is it worth the hassle? That's, that's yeah, the but that's the thing. If, I, if I'm the 49ers, I'm, I'm, I'm making that trade for Aaron Rodgers right now. I'm, I'm signing Devontae Adams. I'm letting Odell hit the market. I'm signing him. I'm letting uh, Von Miller hit the market. I'm signing him. And then I'm set. <laughs> Yeah, I mean their 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 cap situation isn't terrible. So yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That's the that's the one team I would be afraid of, uh, or that that'd be the one team I would uh you know put put into the possibility of getting to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know they have the they have the cap room and the and the pieces to get there. So yeah, I I don't see them going to Rodgers. Uh, I think you got a better shot at Brady than Rodgers. I I, yeah. I think I think Rodgers is uh is going to stay in in Green Bay. I think they're going to figure it out. Terrible. <laughs> I know that's not what you want to hear, but I uh, I just feel like they figured things out this year. They're gonna pay Devonta Adams a buttload of money. They're gonna get him another another receiver on the other side, and uh, I felt like the rest of that team was was pretty decent. Um, defense was solid. The line you'll have Bakhtiari back next year, and, and you know Aaron Jones is signed. So I, I think that you know they're in a good spot uh, if they can if they can figure out the Adams Rogers situation. I think that. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I think they'll make it work. Plus, he broke yeah. up with his his crazy girlfriend, so uh, that's out. Well, Rogers, he broke up with he Rogers, broke up with his yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, they called off their uh, wedding or engagement, whatever, wherever they were at. Oh man! What? Or she's crazy? I don't know. Oh, she's yeah. crazy. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I like their movies, too. I didn't know she was crazy. Oh, it's a nut job. Oh, man. Terrible. <laughs> it seems like he knows how to find them, so. <laughs> I mean, how, how'd you like the uh, Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, I thought it was great. I thought uh, Snoop and Dre were awesome. You know, it was like a, you know, throwback. Yeah, throw, throwback was, to high school. That was cool. 50, 50 Cent, I, I, you know, take take or, take it or leave it. I didn't think he brought too much. I, I was a, a little underwhelmed with uh, Mary J. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was okay. And then uh, Kendrick Lamar the, uh, was kind of the, the, the out, outsider on that group. I know he's, he's a, a Dre guy, but he was good, though. I mean, he's talented. And then uh, Eminem, I was hoping for more from Eminem. I thought it was kind of a, you know, a weak, weak, uh, weak performance there. Oh, uh, I would, I would like to see more of. Uh, I thought they're gonna do more some Tupac stuff like California Love. And... Yeah, they did it quickly. Um, yeah, they moved in and out of it quickly. Because I was hearing rumors they're gonna do a holo- like a uh, Tupac the, hologram. Hologram, yeah, the hologram. Sorry, um, but I thought that would have been cool. That would have been cool. I agree. Or even if they had, if even if somebody came out dressed as Tupac, like another artist, and did the did the verse, I thought I, I thought that would have been cool. But yeah, I thought it was. I mean, overall, I thought it was great. I thought I thought Dre Dre was obviously the star of the show there. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought he was awesome. Yeah, and then uh, Snoop was great. Uh, I wish it was a little bit longer. I thought yeah. I, I, I was hoping we'd get a lot more songs with him, but it's, I mean, it's hard. They only give him like twenty minutes. Minutes, yeah. Try to to try to get in like five five guys singing songs like in mm-hmm. twenty minutes is difficult. Oh yeah, but it was definitely great. Love seeing it. Looking forward to see uh, if they can top it next year. I, I was it. I was a little uh, depressed. I don't want to say depressed, but a little. Uh, are disappointed with the Super Bowl commercials, man. There wasn't. I feel like each yeah, year has been pretty, terrible. Pretty bad, ter- pretty bad yeah, this year. it's getting worse and worse each year. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I thought it was not very creative, and and uh, I don't know, just nothing, nothing grab. I mean, the, the to me, the best commercial was the uh, the barcode one, but that was only because it was like uh, you know a shout out to the Office on that one when they were you know if you remember the Office episode where they're waiting for the uh, projections, uh, or they're watching the screen and waiting for the, the corner like that. I just mm-hmm. I don't know, but other than that, uh, I thought it was pretty pretty hot garbage. Yeah, it was that one was okay. Then the uh, the Larry one David with the, one was okay. The one with the animals singing, that one was okay. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, outside of the movie previews, I mean, yeah. that was like the best part. The movie previews, just like you got we got your boy coming back from Jurassic Park, man. I know that brought like the whole cast. I was like, oh man. <laughs> Uh, but I was about to say, I was about to say they gotta bring back Samuel, but he I forgot he died in that. Yes. <laughs> Samuel. Haven't you seen my movies? <laughs> Talked about your boy Aaron Rodgers, but I mean let's get to these mock drafts, man. They finally put out a decent mock draft today. I mean they got the Giants taking uh Thibodeau at the uh at the fifth spot. Uh, I don't know and they got him going to offensive line at uh seven. Uh how how were you feeling about that mock draft I sent you? Uh, I, I did, I did see that, that, uh, the tackle there, uh, Kanwu, or how do you, I don't know how you pronounce yeah. it. Uh, mm-hmm. was moving, was moving up the Jets draft board. Uh, I don't, I don't hate it. I doubt, I doubt Stingley makes it to nine, uh, to 10, ten. Mm-hmm. but if, if they, they need a, they need a defensive back and they need a, um, they need a lineman. So I, I don't, I don't hate that. I, I prefer them stay away from Kyle Hamilton just cause they don't, they haven't had good luck drafting safeties. You know, I could I could go Stingley at, at five and if or at four and if, if uh Charles Cross I don't know if he'd hold out until until ten, but to go that route. 
And then if they can grab a wide receiver with their first pick in the second second round, they got they got two picks high in the second round too. I'd be okay with that. They because they need another wide receiver. How would you feel about them getting uh the, the Drake London at ten if he if he were there? That's the uh, USC receiver. He's like six five. I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I think they need a wide receiver. They need another you know another playmaker for Wilson. But I don't know. I I, I think they need. I I think they need cornerback and. And and line more than that. I think you can get a wide receiver early in the second round, like like a, you know they got Elijah Moore last year, um, and he I think he's going to be Wilson's top target next year. So I think you can get a guy there. I, I don't know. Is is Drake? I don't know much about Drake London. Is he that good? Is he going to be that good? I can't say, but I mean he he has resemblance to um, to uh, Evans. Uh, you yeah. know, big receiver, big end zone target. Mm-hmm. He did have some injuries last year, so that's kind of why he wasn't uh. Uh, not up the, not up on the boards earlier, but I think I think it's all gonna come down to the uh, combine too. Because sometimes you get these some of these guys that are combine freaks, and if they're already rated high, then you know they're gonna be pretty much locked in at their spot. So mm-hmm. I think I think it's all gonna come down to some the combine for some guys. Because that also they'll also drop him. I mean, if he's running like a at that size, if he runs like a four eight or something crazy on the forty, yeah. uh, you know. He will definitely drop to the later round, but if he comes out the combine and runs like a four three five at that size, oh, oh yeah, people will go crazy. So he's gonna move up the draft board. Oh yeah, even if he did, I don't think he would. I think the highest he would go is maybe six, six or seven, six or eight. I don't think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants drafted him, but I mean, I don't know what's going on over there yet. So we got we got a whole new staff, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. And then on to the NBA. I mean, we had the uh, the trade trade deadline pass us. I mean, not too many trades, but we had a big one. We had the Ben Simmons for James Harden trade. Philly, Philly, Philly says they want uh, like three first round picks for Ben Simmons. Then they trade him for uh, James Harden and a bag of donuts. But then they give away pretty much <laughs> half their team. How, how are you feeling after this trade? It's tough to tell right now, but Harden wanted out. Simmons wasn't going to play in Philly, so you know I think I think the Nets made out the deal, even if, even if it's just by getting Seth Curry uh, and then oh, yeah. and sw- and, sw- and getting a couple first round pick. I think in that that sense they probably won won the trade. But if Harden can uh, you know not take his team down, I think that he could end up you know being the, being a, a big spot for that Philly team. Yeah, I'm interested to see how they how they play together uh, once he comes. It looks like he, both players aren't playing until uh, after All-Star game. But like I said, we mentioned it before, seeing James Harden and Embiid in the pick and roll, uh, I think that's going to be very interesting. And yep. then uh, on uh, Brooklyn side, I mean, they're going to have two great def- – I mean, uh, Kevin Durant and uh, Ben Simmons are going to be some great great duo defenders. Uh, kind of like a – it's like a small – I mean, they can run like a small big ball, so to say. Yeah, um, yeah I know what you mean. Because I mean, both those guys are tall as hell, and then they can pretty much play one, you know, one through five. And if you put them at the four or five position, I mean, those guys are somebody. Get, whoever gets the rebound, they're definitely running. But it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, how how uh, Ben Simmons comes out, whether or not he's uh, you know, still hurt from the, you know, uh, mentally from the previous team, as far mm-hmm. as uh, you know, limiting himself. If he's gonna come out shooting, is he gonna be aggressive, stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, ultimately. It'll be interesting to see if they play each other in playoffs, too, to see who really got the better trade. But I'm kind of with you. I think Brooklyn got the better of the deal just because they got Steph and the and the picks. And then they got, you know, they got Joe Harris waiting to come back, too. So they're going to be pretty loaded. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that there, it's just, you know, does the Kyrie thing, you know, uh, affect them, right? Him not being able to play in, in Brooklyn yet. And that may change come playoffs. We'll see. But uh, it, it seems like it really turned off James Harden. So. 
Um, yeah. Does 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 Durant finally just have enough of him? And be like, but I mean, I feel like Durant has has dealt with dealt with dealt with uh, guys on his roster like this before, and he's been able to get get by it. He seems to you know make it all about basketball. So, but yeah, he's 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 definitely a problem. Yeah, but I think I think I think the the Kyrie doesn't even really matter anymore just because they got Seth in the deal too. So they got another score. So even on those games where he's not playing. Yeah, they, they, but they, but Kyrie's a difference maker. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think I don't think it's gonna. I don't think I don't think him being there or not being there may may not make a difference. Um, not in the regular season in the playoffs, it will. Yeah, but I mean, you never know. I mean, if they go up, if they if they're playing if they're playing somebody and they and they win two their first two home games and Kyrie doesn't play, I mean, it, it's it's just gonna all depend to how you know how they match up against people and as far as uh. If they can win those home games versus when uh, Kyrie's not there, mm-hmm. and then we got the uh, All Star Weekend coming up. Uh, we got Team LeBron versus Team uh, KD. Who 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 are you liking in uh, in that matchup? Well, got to root for KD. Can't root for LeBron. So. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even matter who's on the team. Doesn't matter. No. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Friday night we got the. Uh, uh, what what is it called? The skills challenge? Skills no, challenge. no skills. All oh, the rising um, stars. No, stars, yeah, the rising stars. And then I think they got the um, celebrity game on. Uh, I think that's Friday. And then uh, Saturday we got the skill challenge. Then we got the three point contest. Um, so for the skill challenge, they got uh they got Giannis and his brother. Then they got uh. Are they putting all three of them? His brother and his cousin? No, I think it's just uh. Hold okay. on. No, I, I think it is. Hold on. One, two, three. Yeah, I think it's all three of them. No, no. Uh, Giannis, Stannis, and yeah, I think it's no. I think it's just those two. Oh, okay. No, it might be three. I don't know. Who's Alex? Who's Alex Antetokounmpo? That's his cousin, I think. Oh, yeah. So it's probably him, too. And then uh, all three of them. And then they got uh, Team Cavs. They got uh, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley. Then they got uh, Team Rooks. They got Scotty Barnes, uh, Kate Cunningham, and uh, Josh Giddey. Okay. That was a weird a weird team. <laughs> yeah. um, then on the three-point contest, you know, we got your boy Van Vliet, your boy Desmond Bain. I know you guys are missing him. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Kennard, Zach Levine, Cullum, Patty Mills, Anthony and Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know why he's in a three-point contest. <laughs> and Trey, and Trey I saw Young. that. I guess some of the uh, real three-point shooters decided to take a break this season. So it's going to be interesting to see how, how those guys who can uh, knock down some threes. Yeah, I feel like this one isn't isn't really taxing at all. I'm surprised uh, like Steph Curry or Clay Thompson or you know that crew isn't uh isn't in it, right? <laughs> yeah, but I feel like I mean Steph's done it like the past. I think three or four years. Yeah. And then you got Clay coming off, coming back from an injury, so maybe you know they told him he couldn't it's do just, it. It's just, it's just shooting. You're just shooting for. It's not like a dunk contest. I, I understand if it was a dunk contest, but yeah, but you know, you never know what uh what what the GM is telling them or the coach. Yeah, I guess. I guess. So then the dunk contest, we got uh your boy Obi Toppin. We got uh the rookie Jalen Green, Cole Anthony. Uh, he's kind of small for the dunk contest, so I'm not sure. I'm, I I don't really see him dunk like that, but hey. And then we got uh Juan Anderson from the Warriors. Not many. I feel like the 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 All Star game for NBA's like those like the contests are start they're starting to lack uh, that star power. Starting to. I mean, they have for a while. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you know I feel like the, the three point contest. I, three point contest at least used to have all the guys in it, all you know the top shooters, but now I. And they do still. I mean, there's just so many guys that can shoot three pointers now. Um, like you said, Desmond Desmond Bain and and some of those guys that are are uh, are up and coming. But yeah, you're not getting like the Steph Curry or 
or a Clay Thompson or the bigger names. Yeah, I wonder how much how, how much of a difference it would make if they had those guys as far as like the ratings, uh, the big guys in the, in those contests. Uh, in the dunk contest, yes, I, I think that would make a big difference. I'm not sure on the three point contest. I mean, obviously Steph's a draw, but I, I don't know. Well, I'm not, I think they should do a, a a young versus old three point contest. I think that would be fun to watch. Um, like if you had some of the, the top young three point shooters like Steph Clay versus. Say you brought back some of the old guys like Reggie or and, uh, or Ray Allen. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like how they do with the um, kind of like you remember the you remember that one they used to do with the like uh, it was like horse kind of where like yeah. they shoot from like certain spots, kind of like yep. that. Not not necessarily shooting like that, but um, kind of that same feel where you get that mix of the old players and the new players. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I mean, you might not see. You might not get the chance to see certain generations on the floor at the same time. Right. So, you know, when people talk about, you know, this person passed this person or this person passed this person, you're like, oh, I remember him. He was in that, in that, uh, you know, the three point contest or something else. Because uh, I don't think, though, that's the only thing. I don't think uh, a lot of these older guys can dunk much, but no, you never know. Maybe Dr. J, but that's <laughs> about it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's our time again. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So this week, uh, we got a, a one-pot enchilada skillet. Okay. Um, so basically what you need, uh, it's really easy to make a good weeknight dinner. The one thing you got to have is uh, some shredded chicken. So you can either do it in the crock pot during the day, let that all get all nice and, and shredded or you can you can uh you can uh, boil it right before you know you, you cook the skillet but, but essentially what you do is uh you got your onions um fry them up a little bit of garlic okay you know, get that all you know nice and, and fragrant and then uh you add the enchilada sauce uh, so you can go with the, with the red enchilada sauce um, add the chicken in there oh uh, green chilies diced green chilies throw them in mm-hmm. there and then Get that uh, mixed up. Let that kind of uh, simmer for a little bit. And then you're going to like the end of this one. Oh, that means Rich. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, get that get that stirred up. Mix in, uh, like I said, mix in your chicken. And then then it's time for the topping, the cheese topping. Oh, sorry. Uh, while it's simmering, uh, you got to cut up some corn tortillas. Uh, throw the corn tortillas in. Let them get all nice and soft. Uh, mix them in, in nicely, and then then you throw the cheese on top and uh, throw it throw it in the oven for about 25 minutes and let the cheese bake bake nicely on top there for you. Oh, nice. Or you or you eat these with uh, like o- like over rice or any rice and beans. What's going on with that? No, I just had it just just like that. Just like a, it's almost like you're eating an enchilada. You can you can add rice, but no, we just ate it just just with the enchilada. A little bit of sour cream, some cilantro diced up on there, and uh, and we're good to go. Oh, nice! I had a I had a seafood enchilada once. It was pretty good. Oh, I love those. Those are usually really good. And it came with like this. Um, I don't know what kind of sauce it was. It was like a some kind of red sauce. Was it uh Was it a mole sauce? 
it like a little cinnamony? I don't remember if it was cinnamony. I don't think it was. I gotta find out what it was. But it was it was great. It was yeah. like it felt like it, it was. I don't want to say it felt like, but it was like it looked like it was like chunky too, like marinara kind of. But it was, but it was like red. But it okay. wasn't like it wasn't like, like straight liquid. Like, yeah, and it wasn't like marinara sauce though. It was just like a some kind of mix of some sauce. I don't know what kind it was, but it's pretty good though. Okay. And then well, what would you guys uh, drink that down with? So that going back to um, a uh, a low ABV beer, uh, Czech style beer called Pip from Fox Farm Brewery. It's a uh, it's a pale lager. You know, so clocks in at like four point two percent. And, you know, this one just, it's just a nice crisp drinking beer. You know, it's its relatively light. Uh, you can sit down, have a few of them. Again, at 4.2%, you don't have to worry about, you know, having one too many. Uh, so, I don't know, I've just been in the mood for these kind of lately. Uh, the the less hoppy, more more back-end finish uh, crispiness to it. So, uh, this one this one was, was good. I think, I feel like a lot of these breweries now are are uh i don't know if they're ipa'd out but you know they got millions of different kinds of ipas i feel like some of them are starting to get into some different lagers and things like that so mm-hmm. but this one was good uh i'd probably throw it at like a 7.5 oh that's pretty good that's, that's a solid one that was solid it was really good i i, I like this uh their beer uh wish it was a little bit closer but um you know it's a it's not a bad hour drive down there would you say this is more of like a uh like a, a winter time or with a, a more of a springtime beer. Um, it depends. You know, I think lagers are, are pretty good all year round. I think it's a good. It's probably a good, a better summer type beer, uh, just mm-hmm. because you can. It's it's lighter and you can have a few of them. I think the the IPAs, although they're they're nice in the summertime, you can still you know have one or two, and then I don't know. I just feel like you know bloated or whatever, right? Like just full. Like I want something mm-hmm. that that you can. Uh, you know, you can you can you can have a you know handful during the day. Oh, nice! Definitely have to check that one out. Yeah. And then uh, that's uh, JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then uh, not too much for the BRRs this week. I mean, as far as uh, shows, there's really not really much. I mean, we had a uh, Love Is Blind season two come back. <laughs> if if you want to know what's wrong with the dating world out there, you go watch this show. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's pretty much falling in love with uh. Uh, two people, or so to say, and uh, and they end up uh, settling for their second choice instead of uh, just walking away. But I mean, it's gonna be a shit show. Uh, and and in, in the upcoming weeks, I mean, we got the second half of the season coming out on Friday. Uh, I, don't, I don't really see any of these couples making it. Maybe one, one of the couples making it. What the the first one? Yeah, that's the only one I can see making it. Everybody else is donezo. Yeah, I, I'm. I would. I would. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm only on. I just finished episode two, but so far I'm, I'm with you. I think uh, the first one seemed like they might be able to to hang with the rest of them. I'm not sure. Yeah, just wait. Just wait till you get to like episode four, uh, four and five. Oh yeah. Where uh, with uh, Shane and uh, uh, Natalie, and then um, Shane and uh, I forget the other girl's name. Uh, the blonde, the blonde chick. Oh. Got uh, a name. Not Shane. Yeah, no, yeah, her too, yeah. But that, that's the little love triangle between those three. Oh boy, the the Asian girl there. Uh, yeah, I think her name is Natalie. Na- Natalie, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna get it's gonna get crazy. <laughs> just gotta watch it, man. I, no, I don't want to I don't want to tell you, but um, you just like looking at yourself like what? Yeah, did they just I, do just, that? 
There's already been a couple where I'm just like, it's like cringeworthy television. A couple of oh, conversations yeah. where it's like, oh. Yeah. And then, uh, no, actually, yeah. yeah. Like when Shane calls uh, Natalie by the Natalie name. Natalie by the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he, get, he doesn't know what to say. He just gets upset and just walks out. <laughs> classic, classic guy move. Right yeah. There. It's all your fault. <laughs> I figured he, he starts it off and he goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, yeah, if you just think I'm an asshole, then, I mean, you just think I'm an asshole. That's not fair, though. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Seemed completely fair to me. <laughs> yeah, but then he, like, comes back and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, what? But, yeah, just keep watching. It gets, uh, it gets funnier. Oh, I'm sure. And then uh, I checked out that other show. Uh, I know you mentioned it. Uh, the woman, Bell. was it the woman in the window? Uh, the, yeah, the, the long ass title, the woman next door, and so the woman the in the window. Window, yeah, some nonsense like that. Did you finish it or? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, didn't see the ending. Didn't see that ending coming, but I thought it was funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I was the, like, the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny as hell that that so, uh, ending. So I went in, I, I went into it the wrong. I, I didn't know it was a comedy. Yeah, I thought it was like a, a like a murder mystery drama. Yeah, and and then it kind of like it kind of like it hint, it like hints at comedy, but not really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and then there's like a couple of like the murder scenes where you're like, wait, was that like a joke or like that really happened? And yeah. I don't know. It was it was just kind of it was kind of funky. And then and then obviously like. The ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously the ending. And he's like, "I hired him to fix that mailbox six years ago." Cool. I was like, "What?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> Are you still paying him? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh yeah, he's been sleeping up there the whole time." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? And nobody notices. <laughs> It's like I, always, I kept I kept hearing all the the kooks. Yeah, like he's like, nah, it was just me. Yeah, I'm not just gonna. I, I, uh, I'm not gonna go out and check what, see what it is. I'm just gonna ignore it for uh, six years. So yeah, the, I mean, uh, she was on all sorts of of drugs, anyways. Like, well, that was that was the one that got me. It was the how the how the girl died, right? Like, why? And, and she's like, oh yeah, the guy like killed her, oh. and ate her. Yeah, he like he leaves his daughter in the room in the room like a, a, a like a serial killer. Right, right, because that makes total sense. And then the and then at the end, the, the, like when it reveals who the killer was, I was like, oh, this Chucky ass show. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It was it was it wasn't bad. But it also wasn't like great. It was just like okay, but it has some funny moments. It did. Um, so I mean, it definitely give you a laugh, and it's definitely something you can uh, like put on just to pass time. It seems like the episodes go by quick too. So yeah, they're short. They're like twenty five minutes, so it's a quick it's a quick watch. But yeah, it, it you, if you if you I think if you know going in, it's like a comedy type series. It's a little a little better. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was fun. It was like a little two day binge. Yeah. Um, but you know, gave me something to watch. Then we had uh, then we had your boy, your girl Rue, trying to get her shit together. Trying. Yep. 
It looks like she might make it, but looks like some other shit's about to go down. Yeah, yeah. I think Fez Fez is in trouble. Oh yeah, because uh, his uh boy snitched on him. Yep. And the and then the uh, the other girl, drug addict girl, knows about it. So I wonder if she's going to tell though. So I'll uh, help him out. I thought I was hoping that uh, that Ash would catch him on the uh, on the camera, the camera, like yeah. in front there. But like obviously they set that up to for him to mm-hmm. miss it. Yeah, but maybe he sees it, goes back and sees it again, and then yeah. uh. So when they do come, they're all they're all prepared for it, so nothing happens. Yeah. And then um, supposedly somebody's gonna die, but on a show, but we don't know who it is. So we'll see what happens. We all have our predictions. Mm-hmm. And then uh, outside of that, I started Boba Fett. I'm on uh, episode two. Uh, show's okay. Um, it's just okay. Yeah. Uh, how, I don't know. How far in are you? Just two episodes. Uh, it's it's just I heard okay. It got better toward the end. I, didn't, I haven't I haven't finished it yet. I hope it does. Um, yeah. That's it. It's not bad. It's one of those. Not. It's not a bad show. It's just one of those. Like, oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. they're doing this. Okay, they're doing that. Okay, but it's not really. Uh, so far during the first two episodes, not really like a like a. It doesn't seem like it's like a storyline. Like it's not like an arc where compared to the uh, Mandalorian, where he, you mm-hmm. know, he's like on a mission to you know protect the uh, little Yoda, so to say. Yep. And then um trying to think outside of that. I don't think there's anything else I've been uh, watching. No, I haven't either. Just checking out these sports bets. Yeah, you like killed killing the parlay bets, the uh, the parlay props. Yeah, I just did like four day four today. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah, we got uh. Although when a guy when a guy gets hurt mid game, when you're uh, you're gonna you're gonna hit everything else, that kind of sucks. Yeah, we got uh. What the fuck, Mitchell Robinson? Uh, I did uh, one. I did Evan Fournay, twenty points, twenty plus points. Patty Mills, fifteen plus. Seth Curry, twenty plus. Julius Randle, twenty plus. And then uh, Julius Randle's got twenty now. So, and then I got another one where that one I went five twenty-five. Then I got one with uh, Patty Mills with fourteen and a half. Uh, but he's only got two points now, so he's, he's, it's, it's half time. It's half time though. He can turn it around. <laughs> and then uh, Evan Fournay with seventeen and a half, he's got eleven. Seth Curry with sixteen and a half, he's got six. And Mr. Robinson with uh, ten, ten and a half, right. but he's got zero. That one I went seven forty. Then uh, I had to take the Suns back because they've been uh, they've been winning me the money, so. Devin Booker tonight, 25 and a half. Chris Paul with 11 and a half assists. Or over. Yeah, uh, the, only, the only problem with those games, a game like that, is they can blow the Rockets out in the first half and and then sit everyone for the rest of the game. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's like they play them at, at least to like halfway through the fourth quarter so and they hit everything. So then I got another one with Chris Paul with 10 and uh, 15 points. Mm-hmm. 10 assists and then uh, DeAndre Aiden with eight rebounds and Devin Booker with 20. But that one's like, that's a small one for like one. I went 126 about that. So, and then uh, I think that's pretty much it. That's all I got. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Until next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out with your boy Rich, JD, and Tom here on the Sports Sidebar podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>